how are you today? How are you doing this evening? Mary, Beth, hi Desiree. Hi Beth, Tammy. Hi. Nice to see everybody. Yes, it is. Yeah. Feels like we're at the intensive. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, it looks like you survived Thanksgiving, and I'm glad. <laughs> Hello, ladies. I am transitioning to my computer. How is everyone today? Good. Good. Nice to see you. We will shortly. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long day. I um, I did an all-day writing retreat. So just finishing up. Has anyone prayed us in already? Nope. Any takers? I'll give it a go. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay sure. <sighs> Let's take a deep breath together, ladies. Settle into our loving hearts, joining together with our higher Holy Spirit selves. We're dedicating this hour to moving past all blocks to our perfection all blocks to our knowing that we are totally capable and able to take care of this work, to hold, spin, charge, to sit back and listen and love. And we share the benefits of any learning we've done today that we will be doing, we share with everyone. In this gratitude, we know that it is done and we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 So I don't know what we're supposed to be doing here, actually. Just seeing, I, I have not talked to anybody, so I don't have any. <laughs> concerns except that I'm going to forget what I learned <laughs> well thank you for that amazing prayer and I my apologies give me one second all right let's do that so we are just gathering here together as you said relaxing in a space where we can join together we can ask any questions, we can express any concerns, both personally and or with clients or counseling. And um, since all of you are new, uh, I only have had two sets of evaluations I sent out to Mary Ann and Beth, but everyone else's, They are almost done. (laughs) They will be done this evening. So I'll be sending them out. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Maybe some tonight. Uh, tomorrow I have another all-day workshop. So um, if not, by you'll get them by Wednesday. I don't have people lining up, so okay. <laughs> uh, if I if I do need, I will just give them something. Uh, didn't we have something we could give them? Or they they everybody that I work with, they all know the the uh, where to get the, the uh, file to fill out, right? Yes, that you used in SCTI, yeah. it's yeah. pretty much okay. the same. So, and I relayed the, the issue with yours to GJ to Marianne, so he will work on that. Um, one of the things, if you, if anybody hadn't gotten a chance to go onto SCCP, the member page, and look under resources, there's both a PDF and a video tutorial about your evaluations and how to fill them out. And I'm also happy to demonstrate here on Zoom how to look at your evaluations after they're completed. But and when I send you your evaluations, I also stress that if you don't have a Gmail, address that we need a gmail address and everyone here has given me is fine but there are a couple people who don't have a gmail address that we will just use to link so that they can see completed evaluations but they don't need to use that so this call is being recorded it's automatic okay so thank you so much for asking that question. And I know Desiree, you have not had a chance to join with us last time. So if you wanted to just tell everyone who will be listening later a little bit about you and why you joined the Spiritual Counseling Program, I'm sure folks would appreciate that. You're still muted. Sorry, I'm not used to talking much. You're beautiful. Um, so we just also wanted to hear what you were saying. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've been with Jennifer for, I'm in Ascension Pathway too. So I've been with her for a long time and I've wanted to do the uh, intensive and the training ever since I heard about it. And for whatever reason, I always came up with excuses. And this year, there was just no excuse I could come up with. Spirit just would not. Every excuse I had was resolved. And so I knew, you know, even Jennifer said, Desiree, jump. The net will catch you. It's time. And I was like, oh, gosh. So I jumped. And it was, of course, the intensive was so touching to my heart. So it's just so wonderful to join with y'all. And I'm just nervous, but ready to move forward and upward thank you for making the jump um i remember coming into master i wasn't going to do masterful living after finding freedom and literally within days you know like stuff got resolved and it was like oh I don't have that excuse anymore. <laughs> okay, I see. Um, saying yes. Um, 
Beth, you sent me a message about the prayer practitioner training, and I haven't had a chance to respond. Have you seen anything about that, or did you get the answer? I, we can't hear you for some reason. What, what made me ask the question was that I saw, um, I saw an email saying that the, uh, that the training was going to be start the that training was going to be starting today in, in a short amount of time. And I didn't know if I, I, I didn't know if that was one of several or if there's, you know, Got it. Well, that was a good question. So um, when we met, I always go over the prayer practitioner program, which you guys can Google. Um, all of you are already enrolled in that as well. And it started last year and there were live classes with Jennifer. Um, right now you can. And so this year there were eight or nine live classes with Jennifer and today's was the last of this year. Now that you're enrolled in the prayer practitioner program, you can listen to all the recordings of those live classes and then she will announce live classes for 2022 and the schedule. There is a plan for them to, to have more live classes. So the prayer practitioner training consists of eight classes or it just consists of one class and she runs it several times. The prayer practitioner certification um, consists of lots of components, but <laughs> one of them is live classes with Jennifer because they are currently going on. Um, when she's no longer doing that, then it, it'll shift a little bit, but currently um, and I can just give me a minute. I'll pull it up. That way you can also have a visual at the same time. Prayer practitioner, Jennifer Hadley. And I think I can share my screen as soon as it comes up. Just got to make sure it doesn't talk. going to go ahead and share a screen. Welcome, Sean. Thanks for praying in the prayer room as part of the prayer practitioner certification program. Yeah, it was quick today. Oh, good. Um, we can, so can everyone see my screen? Yeah. And so the address is jenniferhadley.com backslash prayer dash training. And um, the prayer practitioner program consists of, give me one second. First, it has four modules, each with four classes. And that's part of the prayer power. In year in module one is included in Masterful Living Year One. Module two is included in Masterful Living Year Two. Module three is included in Masterful Living Year three, and then all four for AP. So there are 16 classes that are pre-recorded already. And then next year, Jennifer will announce the actual dates during the Masterful Living classes that she'll be doing. So you have access to all of these that have already been done this year. Okay. 
So there are those. And then, so the requirements are you complete all four modules, all 16 classes. You complete both years one and two of Masterful Living. And then you do homework, uh, which Jennifer will assign during those live classes. Um, attend or watch all of the prayer training classes, and that's what we were talking about, approximately nine in 2021, and they will continue next year, so she'll announce the dates and times of those. You have to provide 155 sessions in the prayer room. I know Kelly just sent out the volunteer prayer schedule. So those of you who've already done prayer power and you've been trained in how to pray, like Mary Salvage did a wonderful prayer and Mary's in the prayer room already. Um, but knowing you're doing the prayer practitioner certification program that you typically will take more than one slot because you need 155 sessions. You also have to pray in and out at eight Sundays with spirit. And at the end, it says you'll have an oral exam with Jennifer. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. Did that answer your questions, Beth? Sure did. Okay, good. John, you want to talk about it a little bit? Um, I will, but I had a question. So if they go back and they listen to the old live, the old live classes, there's going to be homework there. So do they do that homework or do they just start with the live classes? So everyone who is currently just enrolled, <clears throat> you, since we know we will have live classes in 2022, you will follow the 2022 okay. program. When we no longer have live classes, um, then we can, Jennifer will determine what homework needs to be done from the previously recorded classes. So the That's people right. that are already in there, I'm sorry, Mary, just one more question. That's okay. Follow up. So the people that have already been in there, like myself in 2021, there's gonna be homework that's required from the first year and the second year? I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't know what was done in 2020, how many live classes or anything. I don't know. Did we even have it in 2020? I don't believe so. Yeah. So I think it's really just 2021 because it was just getting started in 2020 and with the pandemic and um, there may have been one or two meetings, but I, I don't know about homework and the homework was pretty much, you know, even just the books and the reading mm -hmm. and those sorts of things. Uh, so in terms of what happens next year, I don't know. Um, I know that people, oh, go ahead. You know, yeah, I think what's happening next year. Hi, everyone. Sorry, I'm late. Um, thank you for having this meeting. Um, what's happening next year is that our meetings, our classes are going to be every other month. And we're going to have a community call um, every month. Every third month would be the teachings. And every second month would be the community call, like a little support group. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. But yeah. 
Yes. And Thank then you. there are homework given out today. And there's a really, uh, there's a worksheet that um, we have to sort of hand in and, you know, in our next meeting. So that will be a good start to start this, like today's homework um, and try to copy the worksheets and and um, try working on those prayers. So if you need help and um I mean, if you looked at, if you're looking at the class, she really explained how the worksheet needs to be done, how the prayer needs to be completed. And, and so with the prayer in in that worksheet, she would be taken to um, go over and, um, you know, help us in every, in any way. Yeah. So you should know that Tamisha enrolled in the prayer practitioner program. She's been enrolled the whole year. So she's in a little different position than a lot of you. Um, So what you all who are simply beginning it need to do is start at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Start with getting the prayer power classes in, understanding all those modules and listening to those classes. And then once you go to the live classes, with Jennifer, then you can begin your homework process and we can help sort out which homeworks that you will be doing for your certification. And there are people who are in the cert- in the SCCP certification program who are not choosing to concurrently do the prayer part practitioner at the same time. They're choosing to finish up their masterful living part, and then move on to doing prayer practitioner. So everyone's doing it a little bit differently. And so it will be unique to you. But knowing to get the basic training modules down and listen to and understanding is going to be the number one thing. Mary, did you have a question? Yes. uh, Since I'm not enrolled for next year for Masterful Living 3, I just wanted to make sure I was still going to be getting all the notices for the uh, prayer practitioner uh, because I think you mentioned that if you if you're in the class enrolled in master level three then you would be or one or two then you would be getting your uh, information. You would get the modules, but being enrolled in you're enrolled in the certification program. So you get all the training. You are enrolled in a training program. So there are people who just purchase the modules separately and aren't doing the certification program. And so they can do a piece of it by just doing the modules. Um, But you are enrolled in the actual program. So I will be getting those emails. About... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you. That's what I wanted to know. Thanks. Yeah. Can I add something? Please. I just wanted to say, though, and the reason why I was started to ask this was, I really thought that those beginning classes were very, found the foundational classes were really beneficial. And there was some books that we read. Um, I, I don't know. I just, that, that have been like life-changing for me, so... I just wanted to share that. And I'm sure that, yeah, so. Yeah, that's exactly right. Going and doing those foundational classes is Mm -hmm. number one. Thank you for affirming that, Sean. So, yeah, we have both Tamisha. I'm sorry, I 
didn't remember till you started talking about the class that you've been enrolled in the prayer practitioner training program and you can also speak about that if people had questions. Anything coming up for anyone? I know I did see a notice in the intensive how you are all missing each other and um, the high vibration of love that was in the intensive and, and now. So how are folks doing with that? I, I like a little clarity for um, how to contact people. I know that we have, I have everybody's information still from the spreadsheet, I think that we had in the intensive. So do we contact each other in the WhatsApp uh, counselor training link, uh, chain or whatever they call that, or do we do it individually? I, I don't have any idea of how to start this. And I, I feel I need some structure. <laughs> yes. The short answer is yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, all of it. <laughs> so that is a piece we are working on. We have a contact list, uh, a PDF document of the counselors, and we're adding all of the newer people. Uh, the last time it was done was March. So we've had 10 new counselors come in. And we were asked, before you guys started, we were also asked to include people's website information. So GJ is in the process, I'm working with GJ to create a new contact list that includes um, everyone in the program who's active. It also tells you who's certified and who's not. Um, I can post the PDF again from March in the WhatsApp group so you at least have that until you, we um, update it. Um, but in terms of reaching out to counselors to um, do practice sessions, to do sessions, I found that it was easiest to just reach out one-on-one. -on -one. I know people have posted within the WhatsApp group, um, hey, you know, I need a session or would anyone like to trade? And not everyone, follows that regularly because we have so many WhatsApp. Uh, so it's best in my experience. Uh, so when I started after my intensive and I came back, like I reached out to um, Angela and to, to like three or four counselors and said, hey, would you like to trade? And all of them did. And so we traded over the years. So Yes, I would say an individual contact. And of course you can uh, do sessions with anyone you did in the intensive as well. You know, those would also count. So that's how I would begin. And uh, am I supposed to be paying everybody for love offerings to everybody? I, I just don't know much, you know, yeah. but that whole thing kind of, uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be giving enough or not enough or, you know. Well, this is where we trust. <laughs> yeah, my okay. But trading, when we trade, the, we don't yeah. 
among other counselors, we don't yeah. provide a love sure. offering typically. That's not a thought unless you wish to um, for a particular reason. Is that your experience, okay. John? But typically, I've, yeah, typically, yes, but I've had weird instances, but yeah. <laughs> so if you're training, you wouldn't expect a love offering. And- that's the trade. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the trade. Is the trade. I'm open. I'm open. I, I'd like to get back into it. I'm not certified yet. So if anybody wants to reach out to me, I'm open. But I noticed that I'm me not too. in WhatsApp that much anymore. I haven't been able to put it on my new phone. So that's probably not the best way to get to me. What would be the best way? <laughs> um, Facebook or email or. Okay. Christian was waving as he went by, so waving back. What's your email? I saw him. Sorry. You want to put it in the chat? I sure will. Great. And maybe your phone number, too, if you're comfortable. Yeah, texting is good, too. So. Yeah, I'm an open book. Yes, I'm, too. I know that about you, but I... That's it. So what I'll do is, I, in fact, I'll do that now. I'll post the old contact um, list and I will just ask everyone for updates because like I know Sean has her web- website now and mm-hmm. there's Linda. Um, and so she I'll ask for additions and corrections and um, before I post it, we we're just talking about a contact list and getting all of our new people updated on that list uh, so it's easy for them to contact others but on whatsapp you can reply to each person on that whatsapp group so you already have their numbers Mm. that you can reach out to them and you can you know um you can contact them that way as well individually what was that Linda's so into the holiday spirit today. Oh, I don't see a one. Yeah, we de- Rudy decorated. Wow! We decorated our tree on Saturday. Oh, that's a beauty. <laughs> it's nice. a new one. Colors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're lovely. So we talked a little bit about the prayer practitioner program and and getting started with trading and, um, you know, there are other things people are interested in talking about. Um, I find that so much comes through on WhatsApp that I get lost. <laughs> I have, I am struggling to process all the information with Zoom being auditory and I'm weak auditorily, but then with with the layers of, of everything in the emails and the and the WhatsApp, I get lost in that too. So um, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll work it out. Uh, Beth, do you prefer texting? Um, or how, how do you- Texting, email? texting probably, texting probably is the best way. Okay. Um, yeah, or email. Or email, okay. Yeah, does everybody, that will be on the list? 
Yes. So when I send the contact list out, I do attach it to WhatsApp, but it gets emailed to everyone. So that goes out both ways so that then you will have a PDF of the contact information as well as sort of where they live to like the city, state or country. So you have an idea of their time zone um, as well. So yes, when we send the new contact list out, it will have all their info. I must say, I am really um, amazed at how spirit works and has everything organized. I'm sure you're all helping too there, but uh, there's so much. There's so many little things here there, but it seems to go pretty well. You know, everybody's getting information, and yeah. I, I've never been in an organization like this is led by spirit. I just see that everything is working really very well. Such a sweet thing to say. Thank you, Mary. And that's a good reminder because sometimes it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> so it looks like it. Yeah, I'm I think so, so glad yeah. that that's your experience. But please always know you guys can feel free to reach out to me or and or, you know, any of our team. Um, yeah about things uh, yeah, as well. I have a question, Arva. Um, mm -hmm. the, in terms of accessing our client evaluation forms, is it described on the SCCP site how to, how to do that? It is under resources, um, but I always show people as well. Um, uh, because it's sometimes it's just easier to see it um, and do it. So I can do that if that's, if people are interested in that, I can do that. Okay. I need to share my screen so you can just see how I do it completely. Um, we're going to switch accounts. So this is my personal Google Drive. It's a little slow. And if I say, if I search Jennifer Hadley evaluation form, you will see these Google Forms, they're in purple. Can everyone see that? Mm -hmm. So client evaluation form, I'm gonna click on that for a counseling session. I know none of you have yet done evaluation. So when I click on it, and this is the reason why we needed your Gmail so that you can be able to do this and get the view that I have. Mm -hmm. I can see how many people responded. And I can see it by question. So if I click on a response, it'll give me a summary of everyone who responded to each question. But I can also go to question. And I can look, the first question is my name. And we change that so you don't get that on yours. Your name's already in there. But the client is there and the date and time of their sessions, the length of the sessions. And then 
you know, their answers to things. But I can also go to an individual um, and see the whole thing that someone said. So my first client, you know, this is her date time, what she said. And I can read all the responses by an individual. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So you will go into your Google Drive. You will you will do a search and for Hadley evaluation form, you'll see the four forms come up and you'll be able to review the client evaluation forms. So you talk about the four forms in there, show four, why four forms? Ah, because you didn't get your email yet. So oh, have, okay. It's okay. It's a good question. <laughs> So there are two counseling forms. There's a client evaluation for spiritual counseling and a self, right? And then we have the specialized counseling session activation session. So you have an activation session client evaluation form and an activation session self evaluation. Now, the reason why we have four forms instead of just two is because only 25 activation sessions can be used towards your 111. There's a limit. And they're not required. You could do 111 counseling sessions and never do an activation session if you'd like to. But the thought is that since it's a scripted session, um, that we're only allowing a portion of them to make sure that people are doing their full counseling experience. And so that's why we have four forms. And when I send you your forms, they'll be listed individually. And I explain all of that. I hope the email was explanatory. And um, we also, you have to be specially trained to do activation sessions. Um, there's a whole process for that before you're allowed to actually give them to Masterful Living and or Finding Freedom students. And I know in January, Megan will be um, announcing the training for that as we then begin to do goal setting sessions and activation sessions for Masterful Living once you finish your training period, then you would be eligible to give activation sessions for upper level masterful living students because they've pretty much had activation sessions before. Um, yeah. And if you miss the training, then we typically we might do training later in the year, but you wouldn't get very much that first year. Um, so just knowing that uh, you can be mindful if it fits in with your life. And if it doesn't, that's okay, too, to just know that you're not missing anything um, in that you can do. There are people who have gone through the entire program and haven't done any activation sessions until they were certified counselors and then decided to do activation sessions. So just know um, and then they decide it's one of their favorite things to do. So, you know, uh, <laughs> just know that the training and doing those are are all up to you. 
I just wanted to mention that um, two things about the activation session. So the first thing is, is the activation sessions are really great um, resource for you to pull uh, questions for your regular counseling sessions um, to get your clients to contemplate things. And also um, another one of the reasons why we have um, our new spiritual counselors in training um, doing activation sessions for the upper level masterful living folks is uh, because they have had activation sessions in the past, they can give you some great feedback about your style of uh, doing the activation session. And um, just um, allow yourself to be open to their feedback and don't take anything personally (laughs) because there are some people that no matter what you say or do, they're going to have something to criticize. Um, But I do find that uh, it's always helpful because then I get to work with my own mind. Like what is coming up for me when I read this and what is, what am I, uh, how am I judging myself that is being reflected back to me from this person that I did this activation session or counseling session for. Um, so just remembering that it's, it's all helpful. It's all helpful. And I'm so envious of you guys having those Google forms because, oh my gosh, so much easier (laughs) than what we did in, in the dinosaur days, filling out actual pieces of paper and then having to figure out how we were going to scan them and put them into a PDF form and get them to Jennifer. So yeah, grateful for our technology (laughs) that allows us to do stuff like that. Thank you for bringing up looking at feedback too, Linda, because um, as I was doing one-on-ones throughout this year, I discovered that there were many counselors who were not looking at their evaluation forms. And part of it was they didn't want to (laughs) see what people were saying. And that's a really important piece is looking at those judgments that are coming up that you have of yourself and seeing what is in there. Typically, people are very kind and generous. Um, So making it a regular practice because the other piece is you are going to want your client to respond, you know, within a few days for your evaluation request. And if they haven't, you want to put another request in to them. And you will not know if they have filled it out unless you go and check. Um, one of the things when I would send the post-counseling email and evaluation form, I, I might say, can you complete this in the next few days? And then if they didn't, I would send them a reminder, but I tracked that I had to send them a reminder or, or, or that. And the other piece was, um, yeah, so it's important to know what's going on so that you, as you are accumulating your 111, you are getting feedback and you're able to grow from that feedback. 
one of the things Jennifer had suggested doing is that you can also put your evaluation link in the chat if you're using Zoom <clears throat> and have your client click on it so that when they leave Zoom, that will be the first thing that comes up on their screen and they'll have it then. So they could do it immediately post a session, even before you email them um, saying thank you for the session. And different people do it different ways. But that was one of the suggestions Jennifer had of getting sort of a more immediate response for your evaluations, which I haven't seen a lot of people do that, but I think it's a pretty cool idea. Please. Yes, that was uh, to put in the chat, the link in the chat, or where do we put the link? In yeah. The chat, let them know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I think that's nice. When I started, I was doing in-person ones. My first client was in person, and I used to send it to her before we met. Um, yeah. Like you know, she confirmed and I would send it, but she didn't always complete it then. So it was, you know, especially we have multiple sessions. So I like the idea if you're doing in Zoom to put in the chat and also you have that follow-up after a thank you, here's my evaluation. Um, and I tended to write notes after, so I included it with the notes. Uh, also setting up how you're going to get your love offering is good. Um, and while you can have multiple ways that you can get it, it's nice to just have a few. I and you'll find what works for you. For me, I just tend to use PayPal because everyone can use that. Um, and then if people didn't have PayPal, I made arrangements with them specifically. But um, beginning to create how when you send an email after your counseling session, you are going to, here's my evaluation, and you may make a love offering for our session via this way, however you prefer. Okay. So this is the willingness to receive. And you make it the question, Mary, that you were sort of like, well, what do I do with a love offering? Like, how much is enough? And all of that. And how, how might you respond to a client who asks that question? Anyone? Does anyone have any thoughts? I don't have any idea how I would set that up in PayPal. Is that, is that an easy thing to do? Yes. We yeah, are. I think it's free to, to, if you go to PayPal, if you okay. Google PayPal, you'll see how to, how to set up an account. Okay. And then I believe it's just your email address that you have to send to them. Yes. Um, also Venmo, which is an app that you use on your phone, which is directly connected to your bank account is super easy to use. And a lot of people are using it that way, using that as well. And they do not charge a fee as of now. Um, for you to send and receive money. Cash app is another one that people use. Um, but Venmo seems to be a little bit more um, popular than Cash app. But neither of those have fees. And PayPal, if it's personal, 
um, it will come to you as as the full amount. But if it's identified somehow as a business transaction, then they take a fee. So yeah. often, like, you know, people will, they have to select if it's a business or personal. And often people will select it's business. So they'll take a few dollars off, um, which, you know, was fine. I, I didn't worry about that. But there are people who very specifically say, choose friends and family when you do this. Um, so I don't have those fees since it's already a love offering. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's just, I said, you know, you make your love offering via PayPal and I put the link to PayPal and you to, and you just designate the recipient, which is your email. And so they can go on to PayPal and do that. You can do Zelle. Zelle is popular too. People do that. So there are lots of different ways and it's simply you deciding what you feel comfortable with. And then if you have a website, you may take credit cards and other things too. So, Yeah, I think you could use Square or something like that. I haven't yeah, you could use Square. Yeah. Apple Pay, Google Pay. I, I mean, now I think they're just a multitude of options, but I but remember I, when... I, no. When I first, uh, please not, my daughter is like on this huge thing on Bitcoin, so she had to do it as a debate topic, and she's like, oh my gosh, it's terrible. So um, yeah, there's so many options now, but I, I think clients get overwhelmed when you give them too many options. So if you have like one or two that, you know, um, and I just ended up turning it down to just one and then <laughs> people who couldn't do that then I worked individually with them I also found it helpful to kind of make a template an email template that would already have um, the majority of the wording like here is um, the link to my evaluation form um, here is a link to the recording of our session. If you are interested in creating those, um, you know, here is the link to make a love offer offering, but making a, a template email so that you can copy and paste and just put the, the, uh, individual, um, clients information in there makes things a little simpler for you. Yeah, we send, I will send you two templates. Um, I was trying to get all the evaluations out first and then send you all of it as a group, but there's one um, from Angela and she didn't do recordings. And then there's one from me that I did. But one of the things that I found helpful in the my template is um, in that first line when I'm thanking them, I would say, thank you for your 60 minute counseling session on 12 6 2021 at 5 p.m eastern and the reason why i did that i discovered was sometimes when clients had not um you know aren't doing evaluations right away they forget when things were or how long it was and when they went to go answer questions it felt 
like another added thing that they had to do. So I learned to put that sort of as a standard line in my thank you. So all the information about our session was like right there. And it helped me too when I was going to do my self-eval. And then I could see that they matched up as well. So thanks for mentioning about the template. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I did was make sure that I set aside time after our uh, counseling session to do my self-evaluation right away <laughs> because I would forget too. So if they forgot and then they were like asking me to remind them what we talked about in the session, I wouldn't remember. But if I had already done my evaluation, my self-evaluation, I could go back and take a look at that and go, oh, well, we talked about this. These are the things that you know we suggested you might um, do to see if it would be helpful. So you know, maybe setting your sessions up so you have 20 minutes to fill out your self-evaluation immediately following for your own. So you don't have to hold it in your mind. I don't know. I just find trying to remember all that stuff is uh, too much clutter in my head. Well, that is definitely the way to go. That's not what I did, but that's the way to go. Um, (laughs) I wrote notes and then I would send them notes from the notes that I wrote. Uh, You'll see that in the templates when I send them to you. But what Linda said to do is the way to go. The sooner you you just get that knocked out, yay, Linda, that's do it as you go. That's always the answer. Yeah, it's and just what worked for me. <laughs> your mom tells you that, you know, you know that that's always easier to do things as you go. But some of us aren't quite that way. <laughs> well, I did not have small children either to deal with at that time. So that makes a big difference, Arba. <laughs> I know we've been talking about a lot of um, technical stuff, but I just wanted to ask, did anyone, did anyone feel the effects of the eclipse, the new moon, any, any stuff over this last week or so? I've been exceptionally tired, just so tired. I have to admit, I've actually been feeling normal. Maybe it's kind of had the reverse effect on me. <laughs> Yay for you, Sean. You're so grounded. That I almost doesn't... feel back to myself. It's been a rough few months. And... That is kind a of celebration. Shocked. Yay, Sean. Yay, I'm celebrating today. <laughs> Yeah, I've also been feeling um, a bit t- more tired than normal, but not in a bad way, just as though a lot is going on. And um, so uh, I feel like I just got to wait, wait through this, but it is, it doesn't feel bad. It just feels um, powerful somehow. Uh, yeah. Beth, you shook your head as well, but what are you experiencing? I, um, I, I'm not sure I've been sleeping as well. Um, but I, but there's a lot going on and I, there's, I, you know, I don't know if I have, might have a cold in my system. I just have, my head feels full and just, 
you know, I, so who knows? I, it did dawn on me um, a couple days ago that it might be, I was wondering if it was a new moon or something, so. Well, Desiree, Desiree. Her head too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say uh, overwhelm, like just really there's a lot going on in every aspect of my life right now and just it's kind of all high energy and so it just feels a little overwhelmed but I'm praying a lot so (laughs) trying to keep my feet grounded (laughs) practicing that prayer there you go Yeah, I find when I'm feeling overwhelmed, a lot of times I'm not breathing properly. So for me, um, just closing my eyes and taking 10 deep breaths with my hand on my heart is so helpful. I mean, I've dealt with anxiety for (laughs) at least since I've been in my teens, um, off and on in in different intensities. And I often find that when I'm uh, feeling anxious or overwhelmed or stressed out in any way that I'm not breathing deeply, I'm not breathing well. So I like to do the, um, the breathing exercise that uh, Dr. Hugh Len does at the end of the inner child meditation. Oh my gosh, so helpful, especially at bedtime. Yeah, Linda, I've noticed that too, that I all of a sudden realize I haven't been breathing and I'm feeling that stress. And I go, oh yeah. And sometimes it's even hard to start taking a breath. Uh, yeah, it's like coming up from under the water or something. Yeah, so and also plugged up in my head and my nose, uh, which I don't know well what that's from. So I, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm making stuff up, <laughs> but the, the diaphragm, part, I really, yeah. The diaphragm sometimes seems to forget how to breathe. You yeah. know, we get, we get so used to that yeah. fight or flight yeah. breathing in your chest yeah. and it's like all of a sudden, oh yeah, <laughs> but it almost like, like feels like it, it, you know, you have to really concentrate on it to get it down there, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. It used to be of- a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I use a lot of eucalyptus essential oil in the winter time because I do, I feel like my head gets stuffed up and I can't breathe properly. My nose is stuffed up. My sinuses are stuffed up. And I I don't know, it might be all the dust from the furnace is probably what it is. For me, I was going to say that Linda, I think for me, a lot of it is we close the house up and I think there's a lot of allergens inside that, we're not used to, you know, the, the wind's not blowing them all out. So yeah, definitely. Well, here in Florida, we are now opening the windows and it's beautiful. So we're open all the time and now I'm getting it. So I don't know. <laughs> Where are you, Mary? St. Augustine, right? Uh, south of there, south of uh, Cape Canaveral, south of Cobo. What's it called? Uh, I'm the, I'm, it's called Palm Bay. Oh, I'm actually going to be heading up there because I have a friend that I live in Miami. I have. A oh, friend. yeah, that's right. 
I have, have a friend, friend in Palmyra. That's been really ill, and I owe her a visit. Oh. And I've been thinking about oh. it a lot lately. So one of these well, days, I have to drop I'll by. Sure. Okay. Thank. You. That'd be great. Yeah, you guys should get together for coffee. It's closer than yeah. St. Augustine, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's where Dawn is. Oh, from um, is she what a two this year? I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I know Ms. visiting there right now. With her husband. Well, we're just about at time, but if somebody, Tamisha, you didn't, is there anything you wanted to share? I want to see the boy's hair, but. <laughs> Come back here. <laughs> my 13 year old and his uh, hair. So I think yeah, I my that. son is really into his, like you cannot cut his hair. Well, my son didn't get a haircut from 13 to like 21. Now he brings, Chris, he brought, he's bringing wise and you get to see the family. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Almost done. So good. Um, let me say something really quick. For me, what's coming up? I feel like I'm having new vision, and sometimes it's a little bit overwhelmed. Um, yeah, some things that I've been praying for to heal. I can actually see the veil kind of or the clutter <laughs> removed coming off and I can see things so clear now but sometimes I, I just want to say Dan I wish I didn't ask for this <laughs> because now you know, as you see new things, it's just new emotions again, right? New things coming up and it's like, oh gosh, what? When would it end? <laughs> so yeah, that's where the where I feel a little bit overwhelmed in the things that are coming up, the things that I can really see. And um, yeah, I, I just want to share a quick story. I hope you guys have a little bit of time with me being sick and this is just so powerful that I can't even imagine this thing is real that I haven't been able to walk for um 14 days <laughs> I was having this really severe pain in my back I my family had to call 911 um they said I had a um a UTI, I mean, just intense contraction in my back. I went on vacation. I was just kind of like bed bound, whatever. And, you know, when I came back um, last week, I said the entire week, my prayer was just to be open, open my heart, open my heart to what this pain is he trying to heal? I want to receive what his pain is, is giving me. I want to receive. I want to receive. And yeah, I just can't imagine that. That like now that I'm able to see Claire, because I feel like I am moving away from my, I'm traveling from my head to my heart. 
and it's such a different view of things. And so I'm praying for this thing, this, you know, healing for this pain. And why is God sick? We end up in an emergency room and it was just a bunch of sickness after sickness after sickness. But what really came up for me was just, I needed to work through the shame I was feeling around the holidays that lead all the way back to um, my childhood from my dad and so much. Things. And then somebody in our freedom posse meant send me an email that I needed to read this thing. And I read it and it was just so true to my heart that I said, okay, I wanted to practice. And it was a new way of journaling to journal from my pain and I woke up Saturday morning, I started a journal from my pain, from this pain that I was feeling, and what was, and, and allowed just this, the pain to speak that I've never really experienced that before. And in the space of an hour after it, I was just able to get off my bed and walk. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> you know, and I've been just trying to do that practice. I try to practice it every day. 20, uh, I tie myself and I put my phone away. And Linda, you wouldn't even believe I listed what helped, what really helped the words come is that um, Spotify that you send the first three songs, just allow these emotions to come. And so much stuff was just healed. And I'm like, what the hell? Like this thing, why am I carrying this? Like, hey, spirit, it's yours. <laughs> and I'm just so grateful to be able to just walk again. And I told myself, I don't ever want to experience this pain. And if this is the work that I have to do to heal this pain in my body, I, com- I said, I want to be consistent in um, having an experience for myself, you know, to see if I can, to continue, not to see, but to continue healing this pain. And today I, I walked, I took Wise to the doctor for a follow-up and I took him for a walk and I was able to run because we went for a little walk and I'm like, oh my God, 14 days of having chronic pain in my back. I mean, <laughs> it felt like a lifetime, <laughs> You know, but I just have so much compassion for other people who have pain and um, don't have that sort of understanding that a lot of it could be really emotional things. And, you know, it was really um, and, and I saw the pattern like I'm able to clearly see my patterns now. And it's just so crazy like my patterns of every around Christmas, I'm just so overwhelmed. I am just, you know, I'm, I'm buying gifts from this place of pain and suffering and oh, punishing myself. But this year, when I really say that I want to receive this blessing of this pain, it, it give it to it really, really showed up for me. And um, yeah, sometimes it gets a little bit overwhelmed, even when I think about it. And and I journal like today, my son got up late for school and and I was feeling this, this, uh, you know, I I felt it, I felt the 
my body feeling uncomfortable. And I said, you know what, I'm, I want to see what my body's trying to say. And I started to journal. And the first thing that came up was like, I fucking hate being a mom. And it's that sort of honesty that and I was like, but at the end of the journal, it's like, that's but that's not really the truth of who I am. I love being a mom and I love being my, I love my children. I love kids. And so to see how I can, you know, I don't know what happened. It's, it's a miraculous way of writing how the language just kind of fall in place and, and heal you right there. And I was just able to hold my son and send him a text and be like, Hey, did you get a cab to school? And, 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 you know, and it didn't 20 minutes. Oh my gosh. You guys know that I've been on this train and this suffering for days and days and days, but 20 minutes, I said, okay, I'm going to, I put my phone on the, the, the timer. I put the headphones on and I, and I wrote and, and it just came out and I feel my body just feeling better and better and better. And, and that's what I really want to practice because it feels so, so good. But as I said, it's get overwhelmed. <laughs> But when I talk about it more and more, you know, to our community and to my um, prep partners and, and, you know, I don't feel like crazy, you know, because talking to it from with just my friends, which I don't, I can see it be like, you're kind of cuckoo, you know, Tammy. <laughs> That's why we have each other. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, crazy like a fox because you're healing yeah. yourself. So there. You know, I just wanted to share real quick. I've been going through the worst pain myself for about 10 days starting Thursday, a week ago. I hit myself in my knee with a pickleball paddle. And I didn't think it was so bad, but I couldn't walk for like six days. I had to stay in bed. And I came to the same conclusion as you, where you know, my wife has been in bed for four months with a broken ankle. And I've been feeling like she's such a pain that I have to like bring three meals up to her a day. And and just everything is so annoying, but it really brought back a lot of compassion for me. And now I kind of look at it more as a blessing when she asks me for things, you know, because her healing is very slow. And I think that she should be healing faster. And it's been taking a toll on me, you know, and um but it really brought me down a little yeah don't we all feel that way about ourselves we should all be healing faster Mm -hmm. we shouldn't sit on ourselves i know i know yeah that's when the we should yeah the images of the um oh my gosh the matrix pop into my head where you know, Neo is deciding between the red and the blue pill. Damn it. Can I go back and take the red pill instead of the blue pill? (laughs) Because I don't want to have all this awareness (laughs) that brings all of my crap into my face. (laughs) And the illusion was, I kept thinking that my knee was going to be worse. And I was making up these stories in my mind. Like I, I heard it permanently and I'm going to have to have surgery. And now she's going to have to take care of me. And I was like, Whoa, (laughs) slow down. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah the story we make up mm-hmm. yeah yes I saw it too the story we make up yeah yeah well this I'm is so fun. glad that we're all doing this work together so glad yeah. any last thing before we close out 
anybody feeling moved to pray? Sure. All right. Thank you, Beth. We place our hands on our hearts and we take that breath of gratitude. We are so grateful and thankful for this time of sharing. We are so grateful and thankful for time to laugh together and commiserate together and pray together and and share, share our innermost feelings and know that we are understood by this circle of wonderful friends. We're grateful and thankful for Jennifer and, and her willingness to listen and bring this program to the forefront so that we can all get to know each other and, and participate in a, in a program that is bringing us towards our truth. We surrender any fears of going forward with our newfound ideas and our newfound love of ourselves and others. We surrender any fears and doubts that we have as far as lack and limitation. And we claim a new life, a new day, a new way of looking at things and a new way of walking in this world. We claim the opportunity to serve and the opportunity to be the love that is our truth. And we let this healing be, and so it is. We share it with our brothers and sisters because we are one. And we say thank you and amen, amen and amen. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. That was so good, Beth. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Bye, Bye, you guys. Love you all. Bye. Love you. Love Love you all. Bye.